Chapter 9 Dying to the World Mechi Training Those who are ever vigilant, who discipline themselves day and night and are ever intent on Nibbana, their defilements fade away. Dhammapada, verse 226 Part 1 Introduction Some five years after his enlightenment, the Buddha established an order of female monastics known as bhikkhunis. The Theravada branch of this order flourished in India and Sri Lanka before falling into a period of decline and finally becoming extinct around 1000 CE after an illustrious 1,500-year history. In light of the Buddha's stipulation that ordination required induction into a pre-existing community of bhikkhunis, revival of the defunct order was deemed impossible. There is no evidence that the bhikkhuni order ever established a significant presence in Southeast Asia. Without a bhikkhuni lineage to perpetuate, the Buddhist cultures of that region eventually saw the emergence of indigenous female renunciant orders. References to white-robed mechi, literally holy women, in the kingdom of Siam may be found in the 17th century accounts of Dutch and French travellers, at which time they seem to have become a well-established feature of the society. The following account of the nuns in Thailand during the 17th century comes from the Natural and Political History of the Kingdom of Siam by Nicolas Gervais, published in 1688. They listen to sermons every day, and they spend much time praying in the temples. Their principal activity is to serve the monks, prepare their food, and to supply their needs by continual almsgiving. They visit the poor and the sick, and devote themselves assiduously to rendering to their fellow creatures all the good offices that charity can inspire. They enjoy all the same privileges as the monks and are no less respected. Everybody bows down to them, and they bow only to monks and pagodas. They are called Nang Chi, which means holy woman. They have a place set aside for them in the pagodas and at the great ceremonies. They are much in demand for the funerals of mandarins, to which they go in order as if in a procession and their attendance at these ceremonies is always liberally rewarded. For women with a monastic vocation and an aspiration to realize liberation, the Mechi form is far from ideal. The Mechi is relatively basic moral code. They live by the eight Tupasika precepts, means that they cannot draw upon the sophisticated support and protection for their practice that is provided by the Bhikkhuni Vinaya. Mechis are not arms mendicants, and the lack of a tradition directly traceable to the Buddha has meant that their order has never enjoyed the same respect and prestige in society at large as the Bhikkhu Sangha. Nevertheless, over the centuries there seems no doubt that a great many women have led happy and fulfilling lives as Mechis. During the 20th century, a number of them, most notably Lungbu Mun's disciple Mechi Gao, gained great renown for their spiritual prowess. Others have excelled in the study of Pali and in the Abhidhamma, the body of texts that systematizes the teachings found in the Buddha's discourses. 
the establishment of a national Mechi organization in the 1960s, together with advances in Mechi education and training over the past decades, have done much to raise standards throughout the country. Over the past several years, an international movement to revive the Bhikkhuni order has gathered pace, with a new generation of scholars asserting that there are legitimate grounds on which the traditional objections to revival may be dismissed. These arguments have not, however, been considered convincing enough by the Thai Bhikkhu Sangha to sanction any change in its opposition to the movement, and as yet, no strong lobby has emerged to persuade it to change its mind. At present, the form that female monasticism in Thailand will take in future decades is difficult to predict.